Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, then all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Good morning and welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for May 13th, 2018. Koyo Kobose here. So very, very glad you joined us on this Mother's Day. I looked, uh, I knew that my father had written uh, a Mother's Day article in Everyday Suchness, so I looked it up and it starts out May 13th is Mother's Day. So I said, oh, wow, it's the same date as today. And then I was wondering, yeah, that's right. I wonder how many years is the cycle when the the date, the same date falls on the same day of the week. I don't remember, but yeah, well, in his article, my father says the greatest gift someone could give their mother is um, uh, living up to their expectations and um, not disappointing them in terms of um, uh, making them worry and things like that. But I also remember there's a famous, I think it originated with um, Reverend Haya Akegarasu, who was my father's teacher, where he wrote an essay about my mother is the greatest mother in the whole universe. And that phrase uh, was taken and applied to um, that, that, that spirit behind that kind of feeling has been applied to other kinds of teachings in other contexts. Um, uh, for example, someone might say, hey, my religion is the best religion in the whole universe. Now, the thing about this kind of statement is a listener might think, Wow, what what kind of a self-centered you know attitude is that? Okay, 
what the teaching is, spirit of Reverend Akigarasu was very subjective, absolute subjectivity, you might say, where it's not uh, saying my mother is better than you, you, the other mothers, okay? It's just an absolute statement of complete uh, expression, you know, that and that everyone should feel that way. Everyone should feel that way. My mom's the best mom, you know, and everyone should live their religion like it's the best religion, the only religion in the whole universe, okay? Absolute, okay? Not in relative comparison. So I thought that was an interesting, you know. And in fact, uh, when in interfaith circles, you know, that's a healthy attitude to have because instead of, uh, you know, criticizing or, or being in a comparative sense, or oh, or maybe trying to be to defer too much to to uh, you know being harmonious and everything. That if everyone really respects their own religion, it's sort of like that teaching about you have to respect your own individuality and unique value. Huh? And because you can do that, then you could when it the context changes, you could really respect. Others too, who had the same feeling. <laughs> so, I think that's a very interesting teaching. Well, I'd like to introduce our guest, who's going to give us a Dharma glimpse live today, Jeannie Gallo, uh, part of our LM10 group. Which, by the way, in one week's time, will be coming to Course Gold for the lay minister uh, induction ceremony. So we're looking forward to that this year. And she's calling in from Pennsylvania. Ginny. Thank you, Reverend Coyo. Hi, everybody. The title of my Dharma Glimpse today is Freight Train. No, I'm not going to sing Elizabeth Cotton's wonderful folk song, Freight Train, Freight Train, Going So Fast. Or uh, maybe from that title, you think I'm going to be talking about how Buddha's, how the Buddha's teachings have a lot of practices to help us get rid of our baggage. Uh, but no, actually, uh, this probably isn't going to be much of a Dharma glimpse, maybe not much of anything at all. Yesterday, I had to take three books back to the library before they were expensively overdue and before the tornado watch that was being broadcast by the Weather Channel took effect. And uh, also, there were two new mysteries by my favorite authors, Alexander McCall Smith and Ann Hillerman, were waiting to be picked up. So uh, there were sufficient reasons to lure me out into the wet and windy outdoors. And the drive to the Alexander Library was short, and the parking was easy, had a really nice, friendly chat with the two librarians, and then out I went to the parking lot to the car. But, oh joy, 
a freight train was slowly rolling by, creaking and squeaking along just a few yards from the unfenced parking lot. And little confession here, I'm a train addict. And this train had real cars, real real railroad cars, not just flatbeds loaded with truck bodies being transported to their distant drivers. Always, I think always in life, I got such a kick out of seeing what lines the railway cars belong to, or uh, these days maybe they used to belong to before their home line was swallowed up by consolidation. So I ran to the edge of the lot and just watched car after mesmerizing car roll by. And what great names they have, you know probably at least one rail line that comes from near where you live. Things are so interconnected. Uh, even uh, our Dharma friend in Hawaii, you have a, a little train relation there. You can listen to the melee and watch the hula. Uh, conceived in the 1890s about Queen Luliahokalani riding uh, the rails through uh, the co- along the coast of Oahu. And out in Coors Gold, you've got the Yosemite Mountain Sugar Pine Railroad. So uh, things are, like I said, uh, really interconnected. But let's go back to the uh, watching trains. Let's take a look. So first comes Burlington Northern. Mm, gee, that one swallowed up a lot of railroad history and wonderful names before becoming, uh, get this, BNSF. Remember the song, the Atchison, Topeka, and the Santa Fe? Mm-hmm. Its line became a tasty morsel for BNSF. Now here's Union Pacific and then a car with the pale Santa Fe logo, still visible. Oh, how cool. And then my nemesis, Conrail, though now itself is pretty much of a ghost logo. It early devoured the green of Penn Central, which had ravaged the Tuscan red livery of my beloved Pennsylvania Railroad. Oh, yes, impermanence flowing by. Uh... Here's one I've never seen, Providence and Wooster. Uh, another, Wisconsin Central. You're a long way from home, old car. And Wikipedia tells me you're long merged, too. But how neat to see your old logo. Hey, me, wake up. Each moment is new. Now, you can't imagine what you might see next. And true enough, next comes Ferromex. What? Everything is in Spanish on this visitor from Mexico. I wonder how its border crossing went. Maybe like so many other migrant workers, with Zen's three pillars of great faith, great doubt, and great perseverance. Hmm. Gee, how the mind roams as the cars roll by. Canadian National, Norfolk and Southern, just plain Southern, on they go. Keep going. Oh. I can see through the slats in some of the tall automobile transport cars. Their form is there rumbling by, but they're empty. No cars. Then, nothing. Or at least no more train. Just an aging blue caboose with a shattered window and peeling Conrail symbol, fading away on a siding. Impermanence, things change. Uh, Well, friends, I guess that wasn't much of a Dharma glimpse. But it was a lovely way, way to spend a few minutes on a cold and blustery and wet day. All aboard, and thank you. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, it's interesting to see when someone's uh, uh, like a, has a hobby or 
Captain, you know, and she says he's a train buff. And uh, you learn a lot from people who have these kinds of interests. Uh, when I think of it, watching a, tra- a freight train crossing, when you're in a kind of hurry to go someplace and you get caught by a train, uh, and then you get all kind of, you know, bored and frustrated a little bit. Well, I think there's a good teaching there. There's, you're just missing out on an opportunity. There's, you know, a lot of history going by. There's a, and uh, indeed, if we get on the the subject, the topic of uh, trains. Well, I there's something. There is something fascinating about trains. I think people collect uh, Lionel trains. Uh, uh, little kids. Oh, they they they're fascinated by real trains, and if the family goes on a trip or, you know, day trip to visit local uh, <clears throat> locomotive or something. Whoa, you know. And um, I think about a time when, what do you call it, hopping the rail? <laughs> Where the hobos and the, that whole culture, okay, um, about... Uh, Running along and getting <laughs> jumping on a train and then having to avoid the the uh, railroad police <laughs> and um, and I remember there's a lot of uh, interesting United States history on the, completing the East West first uh, national railway and uh, a lot of uh, um, literature and movies and things made on that theme. Um, it, when that, that was a big deal. And, um, of course to the the native Americans, uh, that was the iron horse. Okay. And you see that big, uh, cloud of smoke coming out of locomotive and then they got to stop and they got to get water from the water tower. And if there's not some, some uh, black-hatted cowboys waiting to <laughs> rob the train, you know. Um, but uh, that ended. Uh, no more cattle drives, okay, because uh, the cow could be shipped on the railway you know, much more efficiently. And uh, no more uh, Pony Express was not necessary, and you know, all these things. And that really, I think. Uh, facilitated the westward expansion okay, in those, you know, pioneer days. Um, but uh, I know that people have uh, in their basement, <laughs> you go down to someone's basement and they got a model train <laughs> tracks all over their basement and they got, you know, uh, Little little towns and, and all kinds of figurines and things and uh, what a hobby, what a hobby. And I would think, yeah, all those uh, uh, companies, railway companies, and, and you, you know, and for some reason, a lot of them get tagged with graffiti. Uh, <laughs> graffiti. 
graffiti, graffiti. Um, they're a nice target, I guess, but uh, they probably tell us about a lot of local color and and so forth. And now, of course, we have Amtrak, and uh, it's a throwback to when you could take time to see the countryside, <laughs> you know. And uh, our family, several times, um, when living in Chicago, and then we had re- uh, relatives in California, you know, 2,000 miles, and what we would, what our, what, what our, uh, what we used to do is we would get a, they'll do this, maybe maybe they do, where they would want to ship cars, uh, automobiles from the Midwest to the West Coast. And so they would hire, they would, um, you could, anybody open to the public, you, you sign an agreement and you to deliver a car. And so you get to drive this car to California, you know. And then we would take the train back. I guess this was a very economical way to do it and and kind of a nice way to travel where you could drive and stop at scenic things along the way and then on the way on the trip home, you, know, you just take the train home, you know. We did this quite a few times. I remember that uh, how... On that, on that kind of a 2,000-mile trip, I think it took maybe two nights and three days or something like this, and uh, it was it was difficult to sleep. You know, we we never had a Pullman. We, I never slept in a, horizontally in a, in a train um, like you see in the movies. But uh, so it's kind of it was kind of hard to get used to sleeping, kind of just in a reclining position. But I think I could do so now. <laughs> Maybe when you when I was younger, uh, well. So indeed, indeed, impermanence and how cultural things change. Um, it's so nice to be able to uh, to have these kind of reflections. I think, and uh, and then when we pause to think of that topic, all kinds of associations come up. And that's what that's a kind of a richness of life, you know. Yeah. Well, that's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, keep going, toot toot, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Comes a light.